0: You're listening to the OKC 82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris, the best place for OKC Thunder basketball, a part of 107.7 The Franchise Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, welcome to the OKC 82 podcast. It's the weekly show. No Chisholm Holland today, but this is a good little segue into what's going to happen fairly soon in that we're going to have basketball. We're going to have Thunder Basketball. It's, it's coming back. And actually, there are scrimmages going on right now. I am poor. I don't have a league pass. And I know that it's free. But I also don't really have much to stream with because I'm also poor, if I didn't mention that already. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> able to watch them. But uh, as an easy segue into what we're going to get back into, the old format, Madison Morris is back. What's up? What
1: up? Not much. Happy not- to uh, be talking basketball again.
0: Yes, Madison, we actually have some Thunder stuff to talk about as mm-hmm. they prepare for their first scrimmage game against the Boston Celtics, the team that they finish their season up with prior to the season being suspended. That's coming up on Friday. <clears throat> but we did get a chance to talk to Sam Presti this morning. You were on that call. Um, and unfortunately, you missed a masked Mike Muscala and Dang a Billy Donovan for player availability because you were at work at your other job and go ahead, you, you told me before we started recording, but just go ahead and give uh, our lovelies just a day in the life of you working at Kendra Scott during, right. during the time of COVID.
1: Yeah, so right now the store is limited capacity. And so we're only letting in uh, 12 people at a time. Everyone is required to wear a mask, including us. And so before we even started recording this, I was telling Brady that I've just stopped wearing makeup to work altogether. And it's awesome because my face is covered up all day. And so I just, it was making me like break out and do weird stuff. So I just stopped wearing makeup and I just get to cover my face up with a mask all day. It's awesome.
0: Have you got like a, your own little personalized mask or are you just wearing like disposable ones?
1: No, actually. So they gave us um, a couple of like, there are these white masks. They say Kendra Scott across the chin. Oh, so. that's big
0: time. That's I big know, time.
1: right? So, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, franchise isn't giving me crap.
1: Yeah, step it up, franchise.
0: Well, I mean, that's hard. It's hard for everybody. Um, but I'm glad that you are um, back to work because I, I know at the beginning of all this, uh, you were like the countless other people that the employment was a little bit dicey, but I'm glad you're back right. to you. uh, getting some money in the old bank account. Hopefully, everybody else can get closer to that. But in the meantime, listeners, basketball has made its triumphant return. Ooh. Um Real quick, Madison, because, I, like, again, I know you, you've been at work until recently um, over the last hour or so, but have you seen any Denver Nuggets uh, highlights on Twitter at all?
1: Uh, I have not. Oh, God. I mean, no, okay, I take that back. I was watching this clip on Twitter yesterday of Jokic, and he was super thin, but he looks good still, not like a sickly thin like he did in a picture that was released like a couple months ago, but – uh, he looked pretty good. He looks very strong still, but that's really all I've seen of the Denver Nuggets. And they had like some tall guy with him too.
0: Yeah. So it, it's funny because the Nuggets have been, and look, we're going to get into Thunder talk real quick, but it's funny because the Nuggets have been probably the team that has been affected the most by whatever it is. We're going to assume COVID-19 because the players and coaches sure as hell aren't going to tell us what's been going on, but at one point, Madison, they had eight players to practice with. And they took the floor tonight with Nikola Jokic listed as their point guard. And, I mean, if you follow the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic half the time is their point guard. But he was literally listed as their point guard. Jeremy Grant, former Thunder player Jeremy Grant, who's at the lowest a three guard. He's a wing. Sometimes he plays four. And at times he can play a small ball five. He was listed as the two guard. Bowl, bowl was listed as the as the wing do you remember who bowl bowl is
1: he's that really freakishly tall guy right yeah from
0: Oregon his dad Man- yeah played in the league back in the 80s and 90s he was super tall um he played today at the three Paul set played at the four and one of those Plumleys uh, Miles or Mason played uh the center so this was a super long and Here. tall lineup for the Denver Nuggets and it was awesome because bowl bowl he hasn't been able to play at all this season he wasn't They were planning on him not playing at all this season and of course with four and a half months off he was able to play in or he's able to play in Orlando on a two-way contract and he looked awesome in the highlights that I saw. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm now picking Denver to win it it all.
1: (laughs) Hey I mean whatever happens. I I feel like that's been the theme of all of this. People are saying that super weird stuff is going to come from all of this. I think coaches and staff they're gonna throw a bunch of different lineups out there just to test the waters a little bit see what guys are still capable of and I guess the scrimmages there's no better time to do it I mean let's get weird we're gonna scrimmage it out for a couple of a couple days couple weeks I don't know but yeah test it out
0: let's get weird let's let it breathe but um, let's talk about some other weird stuff Madison we talked to Sam Pressy today and he had worse Wi-Fi than uh than me than you, which is <laughs> you know weird because they're in a five star six star resort, uh, right. the Grand Destino or whatever or the Grand Floridian. I can't remember which one the Thunder in. His Wi-Fi was awful. He had to log off like five minutes into his call and log back on. <laughs> but you know, like basically, Thunder fans have already kind of heard like the big headline grabbers from what he said today. So, just what really stood out to you about? what Sam Pressy talked to us about and to be honest like it's so weird that we've talked to him so frequently. I understand yeah. this is unique and weird but I'm so used to only talking to him two or three times in a season and we've now mm-hmm. talked to him three times in the last 3 months.
1: Yeah, no there was so much to go through from this morning because I I feel like that Zoom call it was about an hour long and so I lots of information just came out of it and Sam Pressy did have a lot to say. And, yeah, I think some of the biggest things that stood out to me was just, you know, his positivity. Obviously, he was going to be positive about this. He's not going to speak negatively on the situation. But just saying, you know, even the little things like this is going to make our organization stronger. And this is going to be a way for us to learn more about each other and to have different guys highlight what they're – you know, truly capable of doing. So It's not
0: about winning a championship in Orlando. It's about the friends you make along the way.
1: Of course, you know, no one <laughs> needs a ring. You just need a friend. So, yeah, it was, it was little things like that. And then I really loved um, kind of the question about – I, I f- totally forgot who asked it, but, uh, you know, just why pieces weren't moved throughout the season. You know, what was the thought process behind that? And he pretty much said point blank what we've all been thinking this entire year It's just that these guys ended up working really well together. They ended up being a very complete unit that they felt confident in moving forward and to accomplish whatever mission they had drawn up or even drew up last minute because it wasn't what they were expecting. You know, he said if the pieces fell into place, then yeah, they may have been moved around a little bit, but they just found the confidence in these guys and how they work together and just the cohesiveness between all of them. So I, I thought that was super unique. That was a really um attention grabbing statement for me just because I think so many people were curious about that and he was just like listen I'm going to be transparent with you guys this was kind of the thought process going into it and it just changed in front of our eyes and we let it happen so I thought that was really cool
0: yeah I mean everybody knows by now the Thunder more than exceeded expectations expectations as of you know by the time the season was put on hiatus um they exceeded my expectations they exceeded your expectations Mm -hmm. Um, I think we all understood that, yeah, in some weird scenario, if this team stayed together, I mean, Chris Paul is too good to be on a team that's truly tanking. Like he's, even though he's up there in age, he's still too damn good to be on a bad team. I think we just all assume that, yeah, they're going to get traded fairly soon. And of course those things didn't happen. And after the Thunder, or even during the Thunder's first five and 15 stretch of the season, it seemed like in all those games, except for the Indiana Pacers game where they were just absolutely destroyed, it seemed like in those, in those first uh, 20 games or so, like, wow, this team is actually pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. they're on the cusp of winning a handful of these games. They just, they're just not making plays at the end because, yeah, because they don't have a superstar like a Russell Westbrook to bail them out or a Paul George. And as soon as they got enough reps under the, their belt, Madison, and as soon as they got their chemistry down, they were winning those games instead of losing mm-hmm. them. And they became the most clutch team in the league. Chris Ball's the most clutch player in the NBA. And it gives me that much more confidence, Madison, that um, even though they're going to be minus Dennis Schroeder, and Sam Presti talked about that, I asked him about that during the call, we'll get to that in a second, but um, it Mm -hmm. gives me that much more confidence that, yeah, it's going to be rusty, it's going to take this team some time to kind of get back to where they were, but because they don't have to work out the chemistry kinks, everybody knows what role that they have on this team, because they don't have to worry about that. I feel like they can quickly resemble the team that we all saw at the end of February, beginning of March.
1: Yeah. And that's pretty much what, you know, Sam Presti said this morning. That's what Billy Donovan has been saying the past couple of days that I've been able to hop on those morning zoom calls. And he just said, you know, we have so much confidence in the way that these guys have come in and they have pushed themselves, but it's been in a way that is professional and beneficial for them in the long run, rather than just, you know, trying to get, x y and z like trying to get so far at the end of all of this restart process it's more about you know taking care of themselves in the long run which is great for them because you know you want to be confident in this team going forward especially if you're a thunder fan out there you just you want to see them take something good out of all of this craziness of the nba shutdown of all the hiatus of basketball you want to find the good in that and just you know make it into something great as the season restarts so you know, that's, that's really always great to hear. I feel like every coach right now is out there saying like, yeah, these guys look great. I'm proud of them. Like, yada, yada. That's super vanilla. But when you have Billy Donovan and Sam Presti and just the different guys that we get a different day for media availability, and they're just expressing their utmost confidence in their ability, uh, their health, their skills, just the chemistry that they never lost in the first place. I think It was Nerland's Noel or someone said it the other day. They were like, I've been so impressed. You know, everything we had in March, it's still there. It's like we never left when we got back together here in Orlando. So, you know, it's just good to hear that. You want to see them do great things going forward. You just, you want to see this bubble uh, work. You want to see at least something come out of it that's successful just because it was so well thought out and they put a lot of time and effort into it. So, I mean, I personally, as an NBA fan, I want to see it work out.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of a good little segue into something that I don't, I don't really know where I stand on this because I don't want to buy into it that much. But it, as it pertains to Andre Robertson, so what you were saying earlier, like like the players that we've talked to for the last two to three weeks, they've all been very upbeat and very positive about every little topic we've talked about like or asked them about, whether it be the bubble, playing in the bubble, living in the bubble, teammates, playing with teammates, whatever – all these players, and Billy Donovan, included, have been incredibly optimistic and and have had high praise of andre Robertson mm-hmm. and even today, like in you you weren't able to jump on the Billy Donovan availability Madison, mm-hmm. but Billy did mention that he expects everybody to be available on Friday to play, whether or not that he plays everybody, of course, that's going to be up to him, and how the minutes are kind of distinguished here and there is also going to be up to him, but he said everyone's available to play and that includes Andre Robertson but what Sam Pressy said today I don't want to read too much into it but he basically said this I think this was his quote verbatim he's done an excellent job thus far but he still has a ways to go Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means I don't know if that means he has a ways to go to get back onto the floor if that means he has a ways to go to get back to what he was defensively as an elite perimeter defender in the NBA like I don't want to read too much into it, Mass, but considering what we've heard for the last three weeks about Andre, that was the first time where it's like, well, this, this seems a little bit more realistic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I think, I don't know. I might just be speaking for myself in all of this, but hearing the past couple of uh, media zoom calls with Billy and just the guys, they've been talking so positively about Andre and, you know, of course that's so great to hear. And, I'm sure it's very factual. You know, he's been participating. He's gotten his strength back. He is in Orlando. That's a huge first step right there in its own. And so, you know, I think he's wanting to contribute as much as he can. And then Sam even said this morning, you know, even when he was dealing with the injury and he was off away from the team, he was still contributing in the best way he can. So, you know, it's great to hear that, but then, yeah, exactly what you said. I mean, you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. I think right now I I guess I'm to the point where I'll see it or I'll believe it when I see it. You know I want to see Andre out there actually you know contributing but it's if he's ready if it's going to work out if it's best for the team and you know I've always thought the Thunder they're very team oriented and so I think they're very um, kind of on the cusp of just we want to throw Andre out there. We want to give him the chance to play but if it's not the right time, if it's not right for the team or the franchise or just what we're in right now, then Thunder fans might not see him out there as frequently or as quickly. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the Thunder, there is – I can almost guarantee this. There is no in-between with this, with this franchise in regards to Andre Robertson. They're either going to start him on Friday night or they will not play him in any of these scrimmages. Yeah. I, I can almost guarantee that's going to happen. Like, They're going to make us wait as long as possible to see Andre Robertson, and, I mean, oh, well. I mean, the scrimmages are pretty meaningless. I would probably prefer to see, like, if, if I'm coaching, and, of course, I'm not coaching, but I would imagine you want to see Andre Robertson in a team environment playing against an opponent that he's not familiar with just to see how he reacts. And then, of course, you want to see – how his body recovers and if he's able to go 100% on the practice floor the next day. But really quick before we get you out of here, Madison, because you are a very busy lass. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, we've known for the last two weeks that he is going to be leaving the bubble to go see the birth of his second child. Um, Uh. I tried to ask Sam Presti about, like, do we have a timeline? Do you know exactly when he's leaving? Do you know exactly when he's going to be able to, that he's planning on coming back? Do you have an understanding of how long he plans to be um, with his wife and, and baby when they're born. And I get that it's probably impossible to plan because this is, I mean, I don't have kids. I, I don't really understand how you can even plan something like this because it can right, happen yeah. perhaps earlier could happen maybe a day later. And then therefore the plan gets out of whack. And then of course um, he, like it's, it behooves him to obviously be safe because every day he's out of the bubble, Madison, if he tests negative or if he tests negative for the virus um, every day that he's gone, that means he has to quarantine for a, le- uh, a smaller amount of time when he gets back. Uh, I believe Shams mm-hmm. from The uh, Athletic put out today that Zion Williamson, who's been out of the bubble for about a week, has tested negative every day. So that's, of course, good for his chances to come back quicker for the Pelicans. So I try to get a good answer out of Sam Presti. Um, he, he basically said a lot of the company line about Dennis Schroeder. He He sacrifices. He's one of our best players. He's the reason why we've been so good. Um, This team has adapted on the fly all season long when they've been minus players, but Madison, they haven't been minus a player like Dennis Schroeder and they haven't been minus a player like Dennis Schroeder for a significant amount of time. Yeah. So my question to you is just how long can the Thunder get away without having their perhaps second best player consistently on both ends of the floor um, on the team, on the floor for them?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a really good question because you're right, they haven't had to deal with stuff like that throughout the regular season. Dennis Schroeder, he was always a guy who was there. He was ready to be called upon. And, yeah, Yeah. he would always, you know, come off the bench and he would just – he would deliver. Anything they asked of him, he would go out there, he would have a great game. You know, there were maybe a couple games here and there that people were like, ooh, wasn't his best. But, you know, he's – like you said, he's a consistent player and he's someone they rely on. So, no, for sure, I think the Thunder, they're going to have to figure that out. That's going to be a big topic of – discussion and just whatever the coaches are going to come up with it has to be logical and it has to be proactive just because Dennis is such a key asset to that lineup regardless of how many minutes he plays or when he comes in who he replaces it's just you know you know he's going to deliver and put the ball through the hoop so it's just you want a player like that on every single roster and if Dennis is going to be gone and god forbid you know he tests positive one time and then it's delayed coming back it's just that's going to be such a last minute, uh, I guess, wrap up and round up for the Thunder. And so they're going to have to put something crafty together and have it pretty much on the baseline, ready to go, regardless of the circumstances.
0: Yeah. And look, I'm not expecting him to literally go see his baby and forgive me for the verbiage. I'm, I'm not, I'm not expecting him to go see, like literally watch the baby come out of his wife and then go, okay, goodbye. And immediately come back. Like Right. He might stay for a day. He might stay for a week. And that's what I was – I was trying to get a sense because, yes, Sam Presti, you're correct. The Thunder have done a very good job of adapting uh, with their versatile roster when guys have missed time. But the problem is the guys that have missed significant amounts of time have been guys like Hamadou Diallo and Darius Bazin. Mm-hmm. They've lost Chris Paul for a game. They lost that one. That was against Dallas. they They've missed SGA for a game or two. One of them was the Boston game. So, yeah, it's easy to adapt in a one-game scenario without a very high-end player like a Dennis Schroeder. But if he's gone for three or four seeding games, that really affects their seed, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, they could still win those games. But that that's basically what I was trying to get to. Like, I, I just need to have an understanding of how to predict how the Thunder could potentially go. Because if it's just an understanding of – oh, he's going to be gone for like a week and then he'll have to quarantine for another five days. It's like, okay, that means three or four games. It's not that big of a deal, but is he going to be gone for all of them? I mean, that's the big question. Mm-hmm. Is he going to return during the playoffs or right before the playoffs start? I mean, that's, th- these, this is important, but the Thunder seem to be okay with it. Everything seems to be good. And I guess we're gonna have to go off Sam Pressy's word that this team adapts and they will be fine. But Dennis Schroeder is a six man of the year candidate for a reason
1: yeah no for sure i think that it's going to be i always say it but just a big question mark i think there's so many things that people are looking forward to see like how the thunder come up with this how they come up with that how they adapt to different situations and i mean sam presti said it today there's so much randomness that happens in the league that you never know and their big thing that billy's been saying almost every single zoom call that i've been on is that this team is just about next man up, you know, who's going to step up, who's going to take that responsibility and show out when they're called upon. And so, yeah, I'm eager to see who it's going to be because someone has to, I mean, the Thunder, they have done so well before the entire shutdown happened that you don't want to see them just completely fall off in the restart because of, you know, one guy's gone or they can't, you know, they can't function with just one piece of their unit gone. And so, you know, it's, it's funny because you always say a team is so good at you know being, I don't know, having good chemistry and just uh, feeding off of each other really well. But if one guy goes out, then they have to be able to adapt to it. So that's just – that's what I'm expecting out of them, and I hope that they can do something great with it.
0: And that's where we're going to leave it. Short and sweet for this OKC, OKC 82 Weekly Edition, uh, Madison has things to do uh, in parts unknown in Oklahoma. but. Uh, No more – from this point on, no more once-a-week OKC82 podcasts because we will – I'm assuming, Madison, that we'll be able to try and do, like, post-game shows after the scrimmages. If not, you know, if you're busy, if I'm busy, they are scrimmages. But we will prepare for business as usual once the games actually begin. But, Madison, I guess we'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio, Jerry Ramsey and I. Excellent.
1: Yes. um, Yes. That sounds great.
0: Yes, you're doing your – Spin class character. Hero, Woo! I believe. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Everybody else is too. But, Madison, thank you. Drive safe. But for Miss Madison Morris, this is Brady Trantham. Everybody, thank you for listening. Continue to listen. Basketball's back, and we will talk to you later.